we can't find steam. Hello, uh, Sunrise? Hello, Mr. Hill. Yes? Could you call my husband, you douchebag? <laughs> How about a mung brain? Could you send us a couple of buckets of sweet and low? We're running out. <laughs> and you're struggling. I know. Okay. Bye. Bye-bye. Yeah, well, that was a great call. That's Palm. Hi. Hi, this is Jeff. I'm a long-time listener and a first-time caller. How, how do we sound up there, Jeff? Uh, pretty good. Sometimes you got to fool around with the antenna, but it comes through okay. Yeah, what part of Palm Beach do you live in? Uh, West Palm, but I'm calling from Palm Beach. Mm-hmm, okay. Uh, we're on the beach. Um, you were talking about uh, Nissan Montana's urine therapy and, the, and whatever. That's correct. Yeah, yeah, this is no lie. Yesterday, I was funneling around with the radio, and I was listening to WJNO at work. Yeah, Jeff Charles. Yeah. Somebody called us up and told us he was going to... That's why we were talking about it yesterday. And sure enough, he had the woman yeah. on. Yeah. So, somebody called us and said he was going to do that show. Uh, yeah, and he did. Yeah. Uh, she drank her urine, and he said, well, because he doesn't like to see anyone drink alone, he drank his. Oh, my God. And uh, they had all kinds of calls, and then Thursday... Uh, doing a show on uh, nudism. On what? On uh, nudity. On nudity. You know, with nudists and, uh, I forget, naturalists. So he's doing the show on the nude. <laughs> the thing is, he's only got two other people to do the show, and they're both men. So they've been, on the air, they've been rebroadcasting and rebroadcasting, asking for a woman, you know, if they want to come in, you know, and do the show, because he really doesn't want to do the show with just him and two men in the nude. Oh, my God. But, uh, who was it? Lee Fowler said he felt like he was pimping. Yeah. You know, you know, when you tell me stuff like this, it just makes me so glad I'm away from that kind of radio. And we don't do any of that stuff anymore. Uh, let's go to a call from Miami next. Hello. Bert. Hey, good morning. You're struggling. <laughs> Can you hear it in my voice, sir? Yeah, you're struggling. <laughs> so when you go into delay, yeah. where does those four seconds go? Isn't it incredible? I mean, like, you know, you figure that's five times a week, that's 20 seconds, and after all these weeks, I mean, like, that's like hours. <laughs> no, it doesn't work that at way. At the end of the Twilight year, we, zone, we spend it know? at the, the Christmas party. <laughs> you know when they change the time? <laughs> okay. No, it doesn't work that way. But it's interesting. Did you hear, were you, you weren't listening earlier this week when I, uh, we were playing a record? I can't even yeah, remember. Yeah, you were playing that Brian Adams song. That's the Brian Adams song, and I turned it off, and we lost four seconds, and then it... And I'm like, like you, I thought someone was missing... I know, and then it built back up, and you could actually hear it. It was bizarre. It was, wasn't it? Yeah. You were real lucky to get to hear something like that, because uh, you could actually hear how it works. And what's weird is, I'm in here now with the delay, where usually we're in the other studio, and I can see it, and it tells you as it builds up, and it's really strange. Wow. It's a strange thing. I don't know how it works, but it's great. Huh. Yeah, good question. Yeah, speaking of strange and questions, um, you know, our radio people like have really you know, like extreme personalities and stuff. Right. Like, with Captain Dave and his roommate, you know, you got Two extreme personalities living together. Like, there are any conflicts, you know? Any conflicts? Considering which yeah. station he, you know, Hutch works for, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah in in the cuisine department, there kind of is. Really? We both like spicy food, but, like, for breakfast, I'll have, like, grape nuts with skim milk, and he likes to eat things like uh, pig slabs and... Uh, <laughs> Vegemite sandwiches. Yeah, Vegemite <laughs> sandwiches and stuff boiled in, uh, you know... Just all this oily stuff. The British have the most bizarre yeah. And then he'll dip his, he'll like boil eggs and all this bacon fat and dip his toast in the fat and all. And <laughs> That's even It's really? disgusting. Everybody says that, you know, that goes to England that they just hate the food and they just yeah. can't stand it. They yeah, have but the, he, he cooks some great food, though. Does he? Just a lot of times he likes rich stuff, you know. Real rich. Now, he doesn't eat Vegemite, does he? No, that's Australian. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you ask very perspicacious questions. Those are very good questions, sir. Yeah, just wondering. Yeah, thanks for calling in. All right, Bert. Bye-bye. Coral Cable. 
calling from? Dade County Stockade. Hi. How you doing today? You up on me last week. Well, you were very negative. No, oh, I asked if you were having problems with the dogs. Yeah. No, don't hang up on me. Get him. I'll tell you why. That's why I'm in jail. <laughs> because of the dogs? Yeah. Four you years like... ago, I shot a guy because he killed my dog. Uh-huh. So I'm going to, you know, make a suggestion for what you should do if the guy makes the dog slow down. No, everything's you. Yeah, we got over that. Everything's fine. Did you? Yeah. How's the dogs? Oh, they're great. You know, we're teaching them, we're teaching them how to attack uh, Rick Edwards, and it's going to be great. <laughs> I, get, I get out in three days. Man. Three days? Oh, that's nothing. You can do that with one hand tied behind your back. I have to keep happy, though. Yeah, three days, man. You'll make it. Oh, listen. Um, I wanted to make a suggestion, not a request. Yes. And uh, I wanted to do it last week, but, like, I got hung up on it. <laughs> right. I know. So, uh, and he's coming out. Are you ever going to get over there? Three days, bird. <laughs> <laughs> he's had no women, if you know what I mean. Uh, listen. <laughs> Today, but I'll play it for you later this week, like tomorrow. I'll play it for Friday. Uh, somebody pulled uh, my boyfriend back. Yeah, that's Ooh. correct. Uh, management. God, man, you got some really messed up people. Uh-huh. <laughs> real, no, listen, I don't know if you guys can say this, but you guys got some really scared people over there. I think those people that pull stuff like that are hiding stuff. You know what I mean? Really? I never thought of it that way. Maybe their boyfriend's back. You know? <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, guy. <laughs> you redeemed yourself. All right. See you later. 9.30 on Zeta 4. That was an... I just love letting that go over the airwaves. Oh, boy, you know? You're right. We can't say it. No, I should just push one, right? Yeah. Yeah, just, just uh, see what happens. Hi. Hi, Glenn. Hey. Hey, could you tell me why they pulled my boyfriend's back? <laughs> Um, why do you think they pulled it? I don't know, maybe they said something about k wine. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We were, what it was? Yeah, we were amazed that it stayed in as long as it did. I beg your pardon? You know, we were talking about earlier, well, I'll have to explain to you off the air. Um, we were, we were talking about earlier how, you know, they'll pull certain things, and then other things they just, you know, are fine. And yet we know that there are things in there, you know. And they just, they're just, they don't hear it, or they don't get it. Well, finally they got it. Took a long time. Can't play. Could you call Bob and Debbie Deucebag? You'll have to do it. Bob and Debbie, you're both douchebags. Bye. There's nothing to say. And did you turn it on, my hostile, hysterical, lunatic friend? And you old douchebag? You old douchebag? You old douchebag? I bet you're old enough to be Joey Reynolds' mother. I bet you're old enough to be Joey Reynolds' mother. I bet you're old enough to be Joey Reynolds' mother. You sick old bag, you pathetic old douche, 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 pathetic old douche, douche, douche. You've got a point too, it's right at the top of the head, you jackass, gas, jackass, 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 jackass. Because they're not all as brilliant as you are, you old bitch, you old, are you old bitch, 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 bitch. To Beaver, starring Hugh Beaumont, Barbara Billingsley, Tony Dow, and Neil Rogers as the Beaver. Beaver, what do you want? Now look, Beaver, whatever you did, don't drag me into it. Sure, okay, whatever you say, pal. Now look, Beaver. 
What do you want? I know what you told Miss Canfield. If we ever get our, our hands on her, man, she's going to be so black and blue she won't be able to walk for a week. Just between us men. Now keep it clean, will you please? Well, Beaver, you broke your brother's trophy, didn't you? Well, that's the way it goes. Well, Beaver, you've been told time and time again not to touch Wally's things, haven't you? Over and over and over again. Well, I think the first thing you should do is to tell your brother how sorry you are about this whole thing. For what? You don't know if you're sorry? Sorry about it. Excuse me, okay? And yeah, that's okay. Excellent. It's just a trophy. Can you believe this guy? Anyway, it's not real good. Oh, you talk about a dead end street, man. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't heard that in a long time. Hello? God, he scared Whoops. me for a minute there. Wait, talk about Hold on a second. Hello? Hello, I'm Hey, it's Ed. Oh, Getting a little chronic there, Ed. That's all right. How you doing? Ha, ha, ha. I've been touching my friend. <laughs> Dave, talk to this man. I don't want to talk to him. He's got oh, a Captain Dave. Dave. Listen, uh, Ed. Ed! Oh. Hello? After that call yesterday. Yeah, Hello? Yeah, we had to put you on hold for Ed. You understand. Oh, sure. How you doing? <laughs> Fine. I'm back to follow. It is. And then how are you possibly going to follow that? Well, I have three unrelated things to bring up. At least I think they're unrelated. Uh, did I hear in the middle of my sleep this morning that uh, Jeff Charles was heard on another radio station north of here with his clothes off? Yes, sir. Some disgusting thing like that. Yes, yeah. sir. You did. Trying to be outrageous and zany. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, the farther north he goes, the better I like it. Yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like uh, the Gulf Stream. He kind of drips slowly north. <laughs> kind of like Joey Reynolds did. You know, there's a big difference between being outrageous and trying to be outrageous. <laughs> he is, I mean, he is such an irresponsible idiot that I just, uh, yeah. I mean, I got so sick of his program that uh, I was glad to see him leave. Me too. I wouldn't dare tell you what they were paying him over there. You'd probably cry. Uh, just outrageous. I, I know you guys don't like to get uh, politically intensive, but have ha- any of you checked in with this Republican convention? I've been watching, uh, you know, some of the early, uh, like uh, on CNN. Yeah. yeah. I watched some of it yesterday. Have you ever seen an uglier bunch of people in your you life? Know, I, I was just, I didn't want to say that because it sounds like I'm shilling for the Democrats, but uh, Aren't they ugly? every, I mean, every anybody that had Howard Phillips <laughs> It's true. I, would you want to belong to a group that had <laughs> Howard Phillips in it? <laughs> and you know what? I was, um, God, I think it was Channel 2 or something. Late Saturday night, I just accidentally tuned into, uh, they were showing the Republican convention from 64 when Goldwater was given his acceptance speech. Yeah. And they'd show the audience, and all these Republicans are so damn ugly. <laughs> Every convention, I don't know what it There's is. There's got man. to be a connection there. Maybe it's if you can't belong to any other group, you become a Republican. <laughs> It's funny that you said that, because I was just thinking of that right before you said that. I mean, I'll tell you what concerns me, though, this quail. Now, this, that means that Bush is, has made a concession to these right-wing, fundamentalist, radical, conservative morons. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, that, uh, they invite Jerry Falwell and Pat Robertson to the convention hall. You know something's going to happen. Did you hear Pat Robertson last night with his talk uh, about yes. family values yeah, and family getting values. God back in school and prayer? Yeah, but, you know, quail is one of the few uh, decent-looking people they have, so that's I'm I'm sure sure why they Robert grab. says he looks cute, so that ought to be yeah, I'm sure that's why they uh, picked him. Hey, listen, you guys are doing a nice job this week. Thanks a lot. And uh, the, the third thing I want to whatever happened to Susan Martin? Because I used to love her letters. Well, uh, she got a little, uh, what she, did Neil say? She went over, a little, over the deep end. She went out the deep end. 
these really uh, bizarre play misty for me type letters and yeah. finally he realized it might not be a good idea to mention her anymore. Isn't so that amazing? Uh-huh. We were just trying to have a little fun with her. Yeah. It's like the lady, it was like the lady who was going to give us a shot. We never heard from her again either. And I wonder what happened. I'm sure there's the other characters out there waiting to crawl into the into their, into her place. Oh, you bet. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah we don't even miss her. <laughs> well, listen, you guys did a great job this week. Thanks. See you later. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Now, no kind of stuff that makes your heart attack Cholesterol in every pore That's fat Sugar that I think I'm feeling bad Just pays Cause the creamy stuff and cook is broken up our veins Here now at this first door, this is what is known as the control room, where the disc jockey works on the air. Now over here, behind this door, is the engineering room. And as we continue our tour, this is the general manager's office. So we'll just open here as he gets going on between the general manager and our morning man, Neil Rogers. Now, if you'll just follow me this way, over here is the cafeteria where all the leftover food goes. It's uh, it's like a uh, hodgepodge. Like it looks a, pretty good. It's, like you said, it's a little of everything. Yeah, we're sort of like cleaning up, you know. I hear you. Well, you are very good. Neil's very good, and uh, he's a lucky guy to have such talented people uh, fill in for him. Well, very nice words. Thank you. Uh, the only thing I want to say, I'm originally from New York, and I always hear Neil, you know, cutting up New Yorkers and so forth. Mm-hmm. And I thought I might want to lend a little insight as to why they're so obnoxious. Oh, good. I wonder the same thing. Exactly. Well, the problem is, you see, most of them are burned out and <laughs> moved. And uh, what happens is when you have a whole society of burned out people, uh, you get what you say. Mm, you really think that's true, huh? Yeah, they're burned out from childhood. Their parents are uh, in a fast lane and uh, very obnoxious. And the kids see with that kind of system. And before you know it, Well, what I find interesting is that uh, if you're obnoxious back to them, that's like fine. Oh, they love that. Yeah. yeah then but, from right. But if you're not, then they look at that as like a weakness, you know. They, they look at it as a weakness and they look at it as you're not as good as them. That's right. They're brought up to live with you. Most of the people, I mean, you know, I mean, you don't live in the streets there if you have money, but the society is so fast-paced that you expect to get everything immediately. You know, you wait online. Uh-huh. Everything has to happen immediately for you. So when they come down to Florida or any other area in the country... Uh, it's easy to spot them because uh, their brain is still, uh, you know, as if they're on Flatbush Avenue. <laughs> their body is on uh, Hollandale Beach Boulevard. So. Yeah, they, they don't. This, it's it's much. Uh, it is slower down here. It's a slower pace. Well, I like it. I'm down here a year and a half, and uh, if I didn't get out of New York when I did, I probably would have cracked up. So. Yeah, I understand that, and the weather's sure better. You know how hot it is up there this summer? It's miserable in New York. It's filthy and dirty. But I, 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 you know, I, I notice when Neil talks about New York, he has like a kind of love hate because. 
uh, most people do. I mean, there's a lot of beautiful things going on. Oh, of course. And New York City is unique, and there's only one New York City in the world. And, of course, Neil is from Rochester, you know. Right, I know. So he really knows. Okay. One last thing I want to say, and I'll let you go. Okay. I, I only heard this once. If you can, my wife's in the car driving. If you can't get it on, no big deal. But if you have it around. I heard that lick that he played about uh, Hollandale Beach. Um, it was supposed to be uh, something, and Neil said that they weren't allowed to play it, and now it's like, take clear or something. It was about... Uh, oh, uh, uh, Ode to Hallandale. Unbelievable. That has to be one of the hottest things I've ever heard come out of Zay. I mean, it's really is, good, yeah. Uh, so if you have that around, it was more suggestion. You might want to play it. If not, I love you guys anyway. You're beautiful. and a breath of fresh air. I'll see if I can find it. Have a nice day. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Seven th- Coral Springs. Hi. Hi. Um, good morning, guys. Uh, I was wondering, Captain Dave, could you tell my friend Mike Dean that works at the McDonald's in Coral Springs to go to hell? <laughs> burn, baby, burn. Burn. Sear them burgers. <laughs> and also, um, Neil's always uh, ragging on the motivation station. I've been listening to this for the past couple months now. Uh-huh. It gets me so motivated, I just vibrate. <laughs> you know, I like that station every now and again for a few minutes. You know, I, like I, a, I listen to yeah, it. Yeah, I do too, in small doses, because mm-hmm. it's so positive. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, I'm sure. And I like positives. I'm a positive type of person. Sometimes, sure. And uh, I enjoy it, but only like in little small doses, you know. Yeah, I listen it's... to it while I'm asleep. And it's... Oh, yeah, there you go. Perfect. Up in my mind. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all right, well, I guess that's about it. I'll let somebody else get on here. All right. I'll talk to you guys thanks for, soon. Thanks for calling. Okay, they should have a station that is nothing but negatives. <laughs> yeah. What would we call well, it? You just call up and you scream about everything that you hate. <laughs> w. <laughs> you know, down here it could be the biggest thing in the history of South Florida. WBMR, bummer radio. Yeah, bummer. <laughs> now, what do you think of the motivation station, John? What do you think of that? Oh, come on. <laughs> I like it. Once in a while they'll play a tape that's really corny or it's like, why did they play that? Then there's a, some of the people that they play are like really together people that have some good things. Everything's to wonderful. <laughs> now, they don't say that, though. They don't say that. It's great. Well, you have a power within your <laughs> but their ratings are dismal. I mean, let's be uh, let's be real. They really are. Well, we are. We do have a Neil story for you now. Now, you want to preface this, Captain Dave? This was when you were on vacation, and Brad was in here. So I've never heard it. And um, I wish I had the whole thing, but this is like about seventy seconds. Of it. it was this lady called up, and she was talking about how much she hated New Yorkers and the New York Mets. And she said, on the New York Mets team. Mm-hmm. It's nothing now, but see, a bunch of greasy Puerto Ricans. I see. Now, this is and, this is going to give the lady a story that we promised her, and also it'll mm-hmm. fit in with our phone call yeah. that we had a few minutes so ago. So he, when she said greasy Puerto Ricans, he hung up on her, and he had this to say. Okay. They're going to send you back to New York, honey, and make you into a new subway. Wow. Wow. <laughs> what a disgusting piece of crap you are, honey. All those greasy Puerto Ricans. Man, I hope they trace that call, lady, and boil you in oil. We're going to have the people at the Santa Maria house put a voodoo spell on you, honey. (laughs) Get a big, ugly spot on your face. Exactly. A horsey mojo. And you'll wake up on Sunday morning and you'll be a mulatto. How's that? Okay, that's... (laughs) Get the best of both worlds for you, honey. Disgusting, subhuman, cretin douchebag. You know, all these people from New York that think they're so suave and so sophisticated and so much better, and all their culture... Yeah, their culture is all down in there in the subway with the Bernie Getz, okay? That's your culture, right there. Thank God we live in a civilized town. When people shoot each other, they say, I'm sorry. <laughs> kind of a place did she come from, anyway? Uh, garbage in the streets. I think they ought to make them use plantation bags in New York. That would serve them right, okay? Then you'd see some garbage. 
Now, there's more of that? There was more, but that was what the, we Lord. edited down. That was pretty much the meat of it. This is for all you New Yorkers to make you feel at home. Yeah, sort of make them feel at home this morning. Could you maybe take a call or two? Because I'm not ready for this. Well, maybe. Such a thing. Maybe we can get one of those people to call in. You know how you get the news coming to you rather than you going to the news? I guess it's the way you're brought up, don't you think, Paul? Well, could be. Yeah. Here's another one from Fort Pierce. Okay. According to Fort Pierce police, a gang of 30 male transvestites from West Palm Beach area have recently shoplifted expensive women's fashions in dozens of swanks. <laughs> now, what are these stories out of, Paul? <laughs> this is out of uh, my Bible, the New Times. <laughs> is it news really? for the weird? <laughs> I didn't know that was your Bible. I had no idea. Well, not really. Well, mine's the National Enquirer. You know? <laughs> well, it's, it's along the same lines. Mm-hmm. But uh, New Times has some interesting stories in it. Mm-hmm. There's one more here. Now, you, now, I think you guys did this in the news, so I think I can say this. And if I can't, you can dump it out. Okay. It has one of the sexual organs in it. All right. It's in a scientific way. Well, let's see what it says. Okay. Doctors from a New York hospital reported recently that a 34-year-old man who occasionally squirted cocaine into his urethra... Oh, I know this story. Let's not do it. Okay, we won't. No, I know what... I read that. Yeah, yeah. And and, and, and it fell off in the bathtub, right? (laughs) You think we should read... I... What would be the first words out of your mouth? I, you know, it's terrible not to. Sh- I don't know what the first words uh, out of Neil's mouth would be. <laughs> well, so what's that? Yeah, I don't know if we can. You know, Paul, I honestly don't know if we can do this story or not. Okay, well, we'll we'll drop it. Yeah, we'll, but we better not. Okay, how about the uh, the frozen toilet paper story? Can I read that one? Yeah, you can read that one. Okay, the Federal Aviation Administration gets about a dozen reports a year of two foot cubes of frozen toilet huge <laughs> falling from airliners and damaging property. What's, what's- what is his story? Just let him finish this. This is good. Let him Did go. I finish it? Yeah, just finish it. Don't pay any attention okay. to him. Earlier, earlier this year, Charles Reed, 1979 Ford, was bashed in by a cube at his employer's parking lot near Newark Airport. How I think we did call. this old story. This is a different cube. So oh. this is, no, well, they're kind of like letting the, releasing the airline toilets in the air, and I guess this stuff's freezing on the way down. Yeah, it does. It well, does. do you remember that thing that splashed through the kitchen? Yeah. That's the story we did that time. Yeah, yeah. that was a while back, yeah. so uh, don't look up. That's correct. Thanks, Paul. All right, well, listen, y'all have a good day, and uh, Binky will be calling first thing tomorrow morning. Excellent. Thanks. Great to hear from you. You had something to look forward to now, Captain. Oh, that's a Dave. record. He's called every day for the past 27 days. <laughs> See, mm-hmm. Glenn is one of those uh, bisexual names. Oh. You know, <laughs> like... Sex. This is one of the minds. 
We were having this conversation with this lady, and they were having this conversation. Oh, two minutes. Oh, you know better than to bring that edited version. What well, was nice of her to bring it in? Oh, that's for the pseudo yuppie crowd, the short version. So I've got a, I've got a four minute long one. They'll be done in a second, ma'am. Just a second. Depends if you stole it from an AOR station or if you stole oh, it from a disco station. I was I working see. at AOR. Then. Yeah, but somebody said they had the 12 inch. Who was that? Was well, that look, here's the five minute version of Sex Dwarf. We could play that instead. <laughs> Gunter couldn't find his 12-inch version oh, of this. No. I'm sorry. So this is all I'm we got. Settle for my four all right, that's fine. Let's go to Boca next. Hello. Good morning, Glenn. Now we didn't get in the middle of a conversation, did we? No, I was enjoying John talking to John. He was very interesting. Yeah, yeah, he's an interesting guy. Uh, I've been listening to you guys ever since uh, you started on FM. Uh huh. And this is my third time to call. And I've just had a few questions. I was curious how Dave got the name Captain Dave. They've never really explained That was the very first day I went on the air with these two guys. Just Neil, out of the top of his head, started calling me that. Oh, really? I guess because the name, last name is Caprita. Uh, oh, or, I see. Yeah. Uh, it just seemed to fit. You know, Methods of the Madness. It seemed to work. And he sort of runs the board and sort of, you know, pilots it. Yeah. Kind of. I don't know, but it just sort of worked. Remember, I asked, I asked you the same thing. I know what you're Dr. Dave, it should be. I want you to know that... I get it for me, John. Sender S. She's a pregnant girl. Oh, okay. Sure. And if you could bring that to us, yeah. Oh, That's my favorite, and we love to play it because it annoys Captain Dave. That doesn't annoy me. You I don't just understand it. I understand. Well, you know, this show comes on right after Cosby. Maybe you could just like watch it. I guess it as a subject matter. That's See, when you watch Cosby, if you'll just stay tuned and just watch the show start, it'll take you one extra minute. If you just joined the show, we um have a promise from Captain Dave that I'm going to watch Cosby for the first time. Yeah, because today's Theo's birthday. That's right. And But after Cosby, if you stay tuned, I laugh? Yeah, maybe. Well, is there like canned laughter to show me where I can laugh <laughs> on the show? Yeah. No, I'm serious. So you don't have to worry. Because I get lost now. I know. People go, nah, 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 nah. But if you'll keep your TV on at 8.30, when the next show starts, you'll hear the theme will sound exactly like this. Thursday nights, right after Cosby. She was in college. Because Claire would murder her right after I killed her. When you're sorry, you got to have a second. Oh, now, excuse me, I gotta go dress up like a giant devil's wooden body. It's kind of different tonight. The girl with the red hair is just the best. Oh, yeah. And she's leaving. She's leaving the show. Boy, oh, boy. All right. Let's go back to the phones, okay, Captain Dave? Well, I'm having a pretty decent time myself. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Pompano. Hi, uh, Bird. Hey, that's all right. How you doing? Yeah, Bird. Yeah, we like that. How you doing this morning? 
Yeah. Uh, I called just because I don't usually call, you know. This is the Punisher, by the way. I called. It's the Punisher, Captain Dave. I got my Uzi and my skull on my chest right now. Yeah, more voices that we never, ever hear. It's been the whole week it's been like this. Uh But the reason I called was I'm sitting here doing inventory on some of uh, my uh, stuff, and uh, I heard this commercial for uh, Lenny's or Denny's or whatever. Right. Mm -hmm. And it has all those old parts. And I just had to say this, but every time I hear that, um, I just want to take my Uzi and just, you know, or go over with my neolation kit and just blow those old parts away. Like that? Exactly. All right, this is for him, right? <laughs> I like this kind of a release of tension for me, sir. Couldn't Wendy's or Denny's do... Oh, there's another call. Oh, oh, my God. All right. Anyways, couldn't Wendy's or Denny's do something else and then having those old farts complaining and bitching on... <laughs> I mean, please. I'm a young kid. I have a lot of my life ahead of me still, and I don't need this, you know? Yeah, well, you know, this well, is... I'm not ripping your... Uh, no, it's out of our hands, of course, you know. Yeah, I know. I think they're pretty good spots, actually. Well, if you're like me, you know, you can get really upset. Yeah. Well, I would suggest you buy one of these in sort of to release your frustration. Oh, yeah. Working well on me this morning. Uh-huh. Oh, really? Yeah. You called the doctor uncle. This is getting more fascinating. Now, what I want to ask you about, Patty, was uh, when we talked to you a couple days ago, you were telling us about when you were kidnapped. Oh, yeah. Can you, can you tell us a little bit about what happened? Sure, in 1985. Uh-huh. Now, you were kidnapped by who? By the black people. Really? Uh-huh. And what happened? I escaped. You did escape? Yes. Now, where did they take you? You were here in town, right? No, I was in Boston. I see. <laughs> what was I doing in Boston? I was studying. Uh-huh. <laughs> You deal with that? Wasn't it great that uh, Captain Dave played Manic Depression by Hendrix the other day when you called? He did? Yeah, you didn't hear that? I, no, because Mother was right near me, and I was just going a little uh, whirly-twirly. I tell you, you have one of the most interesting lives of anyone I have ever seen in my life. <laughs> you really, you have a life, you know. It is lively, isn't it? Yeah, well, it's okay. Yeah. I can deal with it. Well, we'd like to meet you sometime, Patty. Well, maybe see, you know, I, I got to cruise to California because my, fi- my father's family wants me over there. Yeah, but you'll be back. I'll be back. When you come back, come in and uh, meet Captain Dave and I. I don't think Neil will be uh, interested. Maybe, like, somewhere <laughs> outside the station. I don't know. Come in. I mean, not anything against you, but it's like so far away. Far away, Miami Beach? Where are you guys at? Don't pay any attention to him. It's kind of like in the glades. No, no, no. We're up in North Miami. North Miami. Yeah. Well, that's not that far. You know, the Broward Line? Yeah, we're right by the Dade Broward Line. That's exactly where we are. Oh. We're just uh, a little south of Miramar Parkway. You know, I think, have you ever heard of WKAT? Yeah, you told us about it. Did I tell you about that? Yeah. Uh, my, my uncle. There we go again. Yeah, you call him uncle. I like that. That's interesting. Uncle Isn't Doc. That? Fascinating. What? Uncle Doc. Okay, Uncle Doc. <laughs> he was reaching for the dog. I thought you said something else. <laughs> 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 well, Patty, have a wonderful time in California. Thanks. I'll and w- try. And when you come back, uh, you know, work on that, okay? Yeah, well, it'll be taken care of soon. Okay, great. Hey, can I wish one thing? Sure. Oh, Bobby Bedell, I said hi. Okay. See you later. Bobby Bedellers? All right. Okay? Bye. Okay. That was Patty. That was your friend Patty. 
Okay. <laughs> now that was a phone call. You won't hear phone calls like that on other Thank shows. God. And if we're not in our studio That's tomorrow, right. you won't hear any phone calls. Now don't get on these guys' case. They're working their butt off. Not on their case. That means they went to bed about three last night. Not talking about them. They're fine. I don't want to hurt any feelings. I'm it's just telling you. It's been a good experience you. for you to be in here for a while. Now maybe. Now what am I doing here? Now this. <laughs> It's the Andy Griffith Show, starring Andy Griffith as Sheriff Andy Taylor, Francis Bavier as Aunt B, Don Knotts as Barney, and Clint Eastwood as Opie. <laughs> Opie, did you tell your father what happened in school today? Uh, hell no. I had a call from the principal this afternoon. The principal. Ah, hey, B, you're not only old and wrinkled, you got a big mouth, too. What is that, Nate? Oh, it's not at all surprising. What is it? During lunch period, your son handcuffed Ralph Baker to the flagpole. You did what? Ah, but Paul, he was being an asshole. Young man, what kind of language is that? Ah, it's English. I wouldn't be in this trouble now if Barney hadn't given me those handcuffs. Doggone it, Ope. I told you not to use them on real people. <laughs> Barney, I'm surprised at you. You too, Opie. Wait a minute. I play like a good lawman and you say you're surprised? I say you should be proud. Right, Paul? Mm, proud, 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 proud. <laughs> For conservative fat cats like you, Bush. It pours the White House. It's George Bush beer. Locked away and aged in a White House cellar for eight long years, George Bush is the bitter brew. Flat as the American prairie, just as boring. Mm, drink it straight. There's no nuts with this wimpy beer. It's George Bush beer. That'll make you GOP. Bush. Heiser Bush Brewing Company, Big Wussy, Missouri. Wow. Shall we push this one? Just... Hi, you're on the air. Hey, can you play Lovers by Nazareth? Uh, right, man. Yeah, man, we'll get to it, okay? Oh, jeez.
some Tom Lear this week. Uh, I'm going to thank the caller who requested that. The Masochism Tango from Tom Lear on Zeta 4. And he- Now, we were talking about this the other day. That's Mary Wilson with the Telephone Man from 1977. And it's, oh, yeah, yeah. Wasn't that cute? I talked over it, but uh, sold one million copies. At least. And went to number 18 on the charts in uh, summer of 1977. I used to hear that on 96X. I bet you we even tickled some memory bones. Oh, man. It's been at least 10 years. Ago. Woo. All right. All right, last time. This is your brain. This is your brain on drugs. Any questions? Uh, yeah. You keep saying last time, but I see the same commercial over and over and over again. Uh, yeah. uh, any other questions? Uh, yeah, you're going to eat that egg? I really got the munchies, man. You know what I mean? Anti-drug commercials. <laughs> Just say, make some new ones. Uh, uh, a couple minutes before 8 o'clock. I think the RF is... Oh, boring game. WZTA, Miami Beach. Uh, let's play an ID. We yeah, that. that's oh, funny. So I was just going to suggest it. Now, which one do you want to use? The Nazi torture? I think so. Unless yeah. there's something better. But uh, we never hear this. Uh, ever. Federal building <laughs> in downtown Miami. Behind a door with only three letters printed on the front of it. FCC. Something very bad was going on. So... You will give the legal ID at the top of each and every hour, won't you? Not on your life, you bureaucratic Nazi pig! Perhaps if we turn off those headphones and play a little bit of this, eh? Stop! I'm a new Rogers fan, Shrewd Blue, and it's going to take a little more than that, you brown-shirted douchebag! Oh, I think we have just deserved... It's a good time for the greatest. Okay, okay, you got me. This is WZTA, Miami Beach, Fort Lauderdale, the Palm Beaches. Now are you satisfied? Everybody has their breaking point. I think that's Captain David's finest right well, there. And see, oh, and see, Dave, that leads us right into this. That everybody's been waiting for. Oh, nice. No. That's right. It's the FC favorite. And it's only on Zeta 4. Tacos, what are we going to do? I say, tacos, we are all being screwed. I say, listen, why is this happening to us? We want the FCC to get off our butts. Tacos. There's no place for us now, even DJs are all down in the mouth, you can listen, but now you won't find any words that will corrupt your mind. No fun to be censored by the FCC, no fun to be censored by the FCC. There'll be nothing left for us to enjoy, we'll soon be playing with children's toys, no fun to be They want us to be clean. They think they know what we should feel. They try to dictate to us what is real. Young and old, please listen to us. I say, young and old, please don't put up a fuss. Help us petition the FCC. But you must help us with one thing. Neil Rogers can't do it all by himself. Let's all help him. Don't put it up on the shelf. Let the FCC 
Shakespearean. It so, is, isn't it? It is, isn't it? 804, I'm so glad we finally got.